Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to another episode of the Scientology Spy Files. In this series, we read from Scientology's internal document trove known as the Spy Files. These spy file documents cover internal documents by the Office of Special Affairs with the International Scientology Management Personnel, as well as David Miscavige, the chairman, Captain David Miscavige, the chairman of the Board Religious Technology Center. He effectively is the leader uh, of Scientology. It's its most uh, its highest ranking um, member and uh, their leader. And um, David Miscavige micromanages all of their uh, the spy activities that are carried out by the Office of Special Affairs, uh, Scientology's internal spy wing. Um, the Office of Special Affairs, coincidentally, is the same organization that uh, perpetrated the largest infiltration in, into the United States government in its history. And they did that um, under the name of the Guardian's Office. Uh, back in the 1970s. So the Office of Special Affairs of Scientology Spy Wing, we've got a bunch of documents from them, and the documents that I've read out so far um, pertain to the investigation of myself by Scientology. And um, to recap, um, I escaped from Scientology in January of 2005, um, these documents take place in the early um, months of 2006, and we've been covering all of the different things that they've been doing to investigate myself in, in terms of um, what I'm doing to expose Scientology, and they've used private investigators uh, my friends that used to be in Scientology, my friends that are still in Scientology, um, attorneys, and just general Sea Org Scientology Sea Organization members to um, gather information on myself. As well, they've obtained all of uh, my phone records from the phone company, and they're collecting my garbage every week. And they have private investigators following us all around um, every day when we go into work and driving around town and that sort of thing. And from that, they have discovered that I am the mysterious poster known as Blown for Good that had been posting, um, uh, exposing Scientology and their crimes on the Internet for several months. And um, and I would never sign any of the, of the posts with my name. I would just sign it BFG, which stood for Blown for Good, which um, if you if you escape Scientology without an authorization, um, they call that a blow. So someone who has um, escaped is referred to as blown. And in many cases, they recover these people and get them back into Scientology. So my name, Blown for Good, um, sort of was sending the message, I ain't coming back and you ain't getting me back. And I would uh, write up all these things I knew about Scientology. And eventually that what all of that information was put into a book called Blown for Good Behind the Iron Curtain of Scientology, which came out in November of 2009. Okay, so in our last document, they 100% um, now know that I, Mark Headley, myself, is the poster blown for good. They've 
just activated a, one of my um, friend, longest uh, standing friends that I'd had. I'd known this guy since I was 11 years old, and uh, he grew up in Los An- in Hollywood uh, as as well as myself, and we knew each other as children. And then he went to work at the international headquarters of Scientology um, just a year or so after I had gone there to work with as a C organization member. Um, and those are the folks that, uh, sort of run and manage Scientology and they sign the billion year contracts. So in the last document, they have activated this guy, Eric Spisler, um, as a spy for them. And now, um, and he had mentioned that he had invited, been invited to a birthday party that I was having and, um, and that was going to occur, um, the coming on the coming weekend. And that document was from May 17th, 2006. And today's document is from May 18th, uh, 2006. And it's from Kirsten and, um, Kirsten Catano, Vinny, Jari, this, this, uh, woman was married about, uh, at least four times that I think we can, we can, uh, we know of. And, um, her current name is Kirsten Pedersen and she is sort of the spy wrangler. She's the, um, person at the office of special affairs who's in charge of anyone who is in Scientology that's now left Scientology and she, or is left the C organization, anyone who co- uh, causes a potential risk to Scientology, she is responsible for those people. And her post is the external security chief office of special affairs international. Um, so let's get going. May 18th, 2006 re MH birthday and data on the birthday we know from Wolfie that he got an invite from Claire stating that the birthday is this Saturday. Per Eric, who was also invited, the party is occurring at the Headley's house in Burbank. Two other pieces of data I got today related to the Headley's. I got an email from Adam Parcell saying he spoke with Claire a few days ago about a real estate question, and she told him she's establishing good comm lines with schools doing the blank market work, and this was going to be good for their amends project. I called him to see if there was any more detail to this, and the only other comment she made was that they could possibly hand out the Way to Happiness booklets at some of these schools or something along that line. That was all she said. While I had him on the phone, I asked him if he is going to be around this coming week, i.e. not going out of state, and that I might need his assistance on something. He said he will definitely be around and would do anything needed. So now we've already covered, we just, she's spoken with Eric Spisler, Geisler. Now she's spoken with Wolfie, um, which is another guy that was invited to the birthday party. And now she's talking to this third spy, Adam. So, so far, um, we've identified about four or five different people that are our friends and they're talking to us and they're hanging out and they're coming over for parties and they are all being contacted by the office of special affairs and sort of activated and just, just don't say anything or, or do this or do that. And just get, we're just gathering information. And so these people are all being spies. And then it additionally, 
Um, we'll continue with the document. There's another person that shows up on the scene, and that is this other guy named Matt Morrison. Matt Morrison, meme driver in PAC. That just means the Pacific Area Command. It's the sort of the Los Angeles, Hollywood area of um, organizations that are in um, – I, I think it's in – technically it's in Little Armenia within Hollywood, and it's in the um, – between the streets of – Sunset Boulevard and Fountain Avenue um, between Catalina and like Berindo or L. Ron Hubbard Way. And this sort of cluster of buildings is referred to as PAC. Um, Matt Morrison, meme driver in PAC, reported today that he ran into Mark at Fry's in Burbank. It's like an electronic uh uh, retail establishment. Um, Mark saw Matt, called him over by name, and Mark told him that he has his own company. Blank gave him his business card, specifics below, and said that he is doing a large installation cycle for some churches. Mark told him to call him if he ever needed anything. Matt didn't know that Mark was declared. And then it, it says the card states, Mark Headley, and then it has all my info. And now this is a very interesting little comment, which I'm not exactly sure what it means, but it's kind of spooky. It has all my address, and then it says email, and then it gives my email address, and then it says in parentheses right after it, this is still not up. So they've had this email. They've revealed this email in past documents, but it says this is still not up. So I... I'm assuming that what that means is they have not, um, they haven't hacked into it or intercepted it yet. And they're mentioning that. That's all it says. This is still not up, whatever that means. And then it has my phone number. And then it says per Nexus. Um, I think there's a, uh, there used to be at the time, maybe there still is to this day, there was a database. I think it's called Lexus Nexus or Nexus Lexus. And it's, um, it, you, you pay a, a membership fee and you can get, you know, you can run addresses and, and phone numbers. And it's sort, it's like an, uh, a, a, just a database of information that uh, people that are doing uh, skip tracing or trying to track down people, they use it. And uh, as Scientologist has the, whatever the, the membership or whatever it is, they have the whole thing. So whatever they need to search that they can get it. It says per Nexus, this number belongs to blank owner of the house Mark and Claire live in and shows as being physically located at the house. And then it has our fax number and our cell number. Okay. Now the next page. So now we've got a for an additional person who is now, you know, they know has information that they might be able to get. And it's just this guy that I ran into. And, um, and whenever I would run into somebody in Scientology, I would always make sure that they knew that if they needed anything, they could call me. And the reason I do this is because when you're in there, you don't have a lot of people that you can contact if you need something. And, um, and over the years, many of those people have eventually contacted me. So it, it works out in the end. Plan. This is the next page. Plan. One. I call Matt as he owes me a calm on his... Now, this is a different Matt. Um, I'm just making that clear because I've blanked out some of the last names because some of these people don't have anything to do with any of this anymore. So I've just take, taken the courtesy of, of blanking out their name if, if I know that they don't really want to be uh, involved in any of this because they've parted with Scientology and they're doing their thing. Plan. I call Matt as he owes me a calm... That just means communication on his freeloader debt. He promised a payment last week. 
has not sent it that I know of and has not answered an email I sent him on this a few days ago. In Scientology, if you send somebody a communication, they pretty much expect to reply immediately or within 24 hours. You can't, uh, going more than that sort of means like, hmm, something's up. Um, I will ask him about this and then ask what I always ask, which is how and what everyone else is doing. Um, I love that she says this. See, now this is another thing you have to understand, a dynamic of these documents, is this is sort of the spy wrangler in Los Angeles. And she's sending these reports to the international management body, Scientology uh, management body, and Religious Technology Center. And most likely knows that ultimately David Miscavige is reading these things. So she has to give um, information and then have, and then sort of um, double down that like, Hey, I'm doing my job and I always do this. So it's funny that she's kind of writing that in the report. I will ask about this and then ask what I always ask, which is how and what everyone else is doing. There's no really reason for her to say that, but she kind of does that throughout these documents. And she also, um, she also exaggerates and sort of puffs up the information to make it more than it is, or even to the point of kind of twisting it a little bit to show like, Hey, she's, she's getting, she's getting stuff done. If he doesn't bring up the birthday, so she knows there's a birthday party happening and she knows of at least three or four people that know about this birthday and that are going to the birthday to spy. But I don't know if she's spoken. It doesn't, it doesn't look like she's spoken to Matt about this. So she's going to see what he says. And if he offers up that he's going or has been invited or whatever. If he doesn't bring up the birthday, I will ask him about it and what his plan is. If he says he is going, I will remind him of the comm cycle. That just means conversation. I will remind him of the comm cycle we had about Mark and the postings and point out that possibly he shouldn't go. Or if he does, he has a chance to he has a chance to change his op basis. An op basis is, is just the way you do something. It means an operating basis. So if somebody says bad news about Scientology and you just go, whatever, those guys are crazy and don't do anything, that's your op operating basis. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's sort of been his operating basis at this point. He hasn't said anything to me about. And a lot of these people, in the end, never, ever said anything to me about anything that I was doing or what I was suspected of doing in terms of exposing Scientology. Um, or if he does, he has a chance to change his op basis. He can't just sit and listen to slash or join in if there is natter on the church. Natter just means when you speak ill of Scientology. Um, if there is natter on the church should point out that it actually wasn't okay that he had gone along with it or added to it in the past. He should not stay long and he needs to report to me any BS on the church that comes up and what he did about it. Not because I told him to, but because this would be the on policy thing for someone to do who is trying to handle their scene and get back into good standing. So Kirsten is doing two things. She's ensuring that she understands what she should be telling people to do. 
and then and that she's saying that. So it's sort of a she's she's saying this is what she'd like to do with him. If he wants to go, he should go, but he should do these things. And if he doesn't want to go, it might not be a good idea to, for him to go. Then he just shouldn't go. So if you're going to be as if you're going to do this, then you need to be a good spy. And if you're if you don't want to do that, then just don't go. Um, the funny thing about this is that it's a birthday party. The last thing I want to talk about at my birthday party is these creeps that I used to work for that are doing dastardly deeds and doing all sorts of nonsense. I'm celebrating the fact that I'm still alive. And it's also a little weird that we're even having a big birthday party. I, I think I'm like 33 or 34 at this time. I don't, uh, 2007, something like that anyway, uh, or 2006, um, it, it's sort of like, who cares? Scientology think that we're going to have a birthday party and we're all going to get together and figure out what, what the next steps are to, to expose them or something. It's the craziest thing. Um, I will also tell him in this call that I need him to come and see me on Monday to go over some things. I don't want to go over on the phone and make sure he will be available. The funniest thing is she's going to go over stuff with him that's in... Um, these documents that she didn't go over with them on the phone because so they wouldn't get out in the world. And now we're just reading all of the documents. <laughs> Good job there, Kirsten, on covering your bases. Number two, on Suzette. Now, this is another person. And this person, Suzette, we also used to work with at the international headquarters. She got, um, she got out of there. And then she lives in our guest house uh, behind us in Burbank. On Suzette, or two on Suzette, since she is still living in the back house, I propose not to do anything with her specifically related to the birthday. Yeah, she lives right where the birthday party is going to be. She's going. I've already given her a basic R factor. That means reality factor. I've already given, it just tells somebody what the deal is on something and what they should know. Um, her basic R factor about Mark and the postings two weeks ago when I saw her, she told Eric last week that she is suspicious about where Mark is making his money and also told him that she is working on getting herself moved out of there. Number three on Eric, he will go to the birthday party as earlier reported. Then I will contact him Sunday and debrief him as to what occurred and who was there. This is okay. Much love, Kirsten. Um, that this has been commented about a little bit as well is whenever you sign a, a document that you write in Scientology, Elwin Hubbard says that you should say this is okay. If it's if there's if I'm going to do some work and this is what I propose, you're saying this is okay. I'm going to do this, and then um, you also sign much love, and then you write your name. And the other thing, if you're writing a report in Scientology, like just factual information, this is what happened, you write, this is true, and then much love your name. Um, so that is a Scientology signatory. This is true, this is okay, or much love. These are all sort of standard ones. And if, if, you, get a, if you get a dispatch from David Miscavige, he writes you and tells you something, um, he'll often, or L. Ron Hubbard would often write at the end, over to you, like you, you've got work to do, over to you, Ron, or over to you, Dave. Um, but um, yeah, so this is a bit wild because we've got the guy that ran in, I ran into at some store. We've got Wolfie, we've got Adam, we've got Matt, and then another Matt, 
and then we've got Suzette, and then back to Eric again. So we've got about, I think the count is up to about six or seven. When we do the birthday party video, I'm going to show pictures of the party and then show who actually showed up compared to who they thought was showing up. And then... um and then we'll we'll reveal what happened in terms of the Scientology stuff. And um, it's getting a bit crazy and it's getting a bit wild. But um, this is uh, this is Scientology, folks. This is um, back in 2006. And so I'd been gone from there for over a year and a half. And they're and they're worried about what I'm writing on the Internet. They're worried about who is coming to my birthday party and what we're going to talk about. And, um, and you think, well, that's crazy for an organization to worry about somebody who's left a year before and they're still messing with them. Guys, they're messing with me today. It's 2023. I've been gone from that place for almost for 18 years, I haven't been there. And they have a hate website up about me. They do videos on X. They do all kinds of stuff. And I haven't worked for them in 18 years. And there's now probably hundreds of other people that have spoken out. But um, we're going to kerchunk through these uh, spy files. Uh, I'm going to try to do another video in the next uh, few days on this as well. And um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for this uh, getting to the end of this episode. And if you're listening on the uh, podcast, uh, we'd appreciate it if you uh, dropped us a review and, and uh, gave us uh, five stars on uh, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, that helps us get the podcast up in the rankings and uh, helps us get the info out to more people. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't, uh, don't be afraid to uh, like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, until next time, thank you very much.